Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I believe in this team and I believe in the city. That's why I'm especially proud to be the owner of the Oilers. drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. A lot of work to do. My goal is to lead this team to become an elite team in the National Hockey League. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Friday edition of Oilers Now. Brendan Escott uh, with you one final time here this week. Happy to have you alongside. You guys have been excellent on the text line all week long. Make sure to keep that coming. A few things to touch on today. We'll uh, we'll revisit a couple topics from yesterday as well because uh, we had some great content from Louis DeBrusque, Brian Burke, and uh, I want to run some of those same themes past our Friday contributor, Elliot Friedman. Uh, He's coming up at 12.35, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino. 105, he's been off for a couple weeks now, and it's about time we get him back on the Ched Airwaves. Reed Wilkins is going to check in. Uh, We'll find out uh, what he did in Ontario, and we'll get his take on the Edmonton Oilers transactions and the lack thereof and other aspects of the Oilers organization. And then at 135, Steve Coolius from NHL Network Radio on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. We will have him weigh in. Uh, He's been around the game for a long time. You may remember him from various jobs on TV here in Canada on some of the major networks. So we'll get his thoughts on the coaching search uh, and a couple other things to do with the Oilers. Got to remind you, though, that all this is brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at Digitex.ca. You can keep in touch on the Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. That's brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. They've got the cult taking the stage at the River Cree on on Friday, June 7th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. And of course, the Heartland Ford text line is 630-630. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. 
on Twitter. We are at Oilers Now. I am at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with two E's. And Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer. He'll be back in the big chair on Tuesday. Of course, we've got the holiday on Monday, so we'll have a best of show lined up for you in that regard. Boston Bruins getting it done last night as we jump into our direct workwear audio vault. Brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. The writing was on the wall for the Carolina Hurricanes. Many felt like uh, there was a good chance Boston would sweep this based on how the first few games went. And here's how it sounded on Westwood One Radio with Boston picking up the victory last night. Let up the far side. Here's Pasternak. He'll speed ahead. Left wing feed. Martian enters into the left circle. Shoots deflected. They score! 88. Able to redirect it home. David Pasternak slams it in. A power play goal. Back to Pasternak, center circle, Grizzlick, not a Pasternak. Enters, try to cut to the right circle, controlled by Pasternak, centered, fired, they score! Patrice Bergeron with a rocket just inside the near post, a power play goal! Back of it now, Slavin. Puck intercepted by the Bruins, out in front, Pasternak shoots, they score! Patrice Bergeron after the puck was turned over, took a pass at the bottom of the left wing circle from David Pasternak, and Bergeron hammers it home. Bruins three, Hurricanes nothing. Bruins drive it up the middle, here's Marchand. He'll wheel over the line into the slot, shoots, he scores! Everybody on the top line's got a cookie tonight. Brad Marchand with the empty netter. The Boston Bruins have a 4-0 lead here in Carolina, and they are celebrating on the bench. The veteran presence, the depth scoring, the goaltending, the power play, the superstars. Honestly, I don't know whether Boston can be stopped right now. And We talked to Louis DeBrusque yesterday, and it's just... It's almost an eerie calm out of that franchise. They've been there before. This is going to be their third Stanley Cup Finals appearance in the last uh, nine seasons. Of course, winning it in 2011 over Vancouver. They went back there in 2013, and here they are again. It's becoming somewhat of a dynasty there for the Bruins, and you know what? A lot of Western Canadian sports fans, they don't like to hear that. Uh, A lot of people who follow football, they're tired, or even baseball for that matter. Boston sports has been on an incredible run over the past 15 or so years, and that is continuing once again this year. Uh, Don Sweeney, named uh, a GM of the Year finalist. We'll get more from Elliot Friedman on that. But uh, again, there's just so many things you can attribute their success to and as frustrating as it may be as trucker davis pointed out here at 6 30 6 30 boo bruins but respect and if that isn't more exemplified than in any one player but brad marchand i don't know what it is he is uh, sort of the identity of that team as is patrice bergeron and and Zdeno Char, who actually missed last night's game with an undisclosed injury, might I add, but he is expected to be back for the Stanley Cup final. We'll find out uh, tonight uh, a little bit more clarity on who they may be facing. San Jose carrying a 2-1 series lead into Game 4 in St. Louis tonight, and you got to figure St. Louis is going to be coming out guns a-blazing after what's happened 
with the officiating and the video review and getting hosed in overtime and that's Craig Berube all kinds of fired up behind the bench. If anything, that's just proving to the Blues that they need to uh, to earn it and and do everything that they can. In my opinion, that's uh, that's going to spark this team. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, but uh, we'll go into a little more detail today as well. The Bakersfield Condors, of course, getting bounced in the second round of the playoffs by the San Diego Gulls. So they had their exit interviews, and we had a chance to hear from Ryan McLeod's Evan Bouchard, as we jump back into our direct workwear audio vault, uh, was asked about summarizing what was overall a pretty successful uh, 2018-19 season. Um, it's definitely uh, a year that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Um, you know, getting the opportunity to play uh, my first NHL game, going back to London, uh, World Juniors is an uh, experience, you know, people dream of uh, as a kid. So that was uh, pretty special Then being able to come here and get the experience like uh, like you mentioned earlier is um, you know something that I think is very valuable for me. Yeah, he, uh, he had the cup of coffee in the NHL to start the season. Uh, he didn't look too bad and in fact scored in the last game that he played in before getting sent back down after only seven games. So the Oilers do keep his uh, his entry-level contract intact, having not burned that up this year. Went down to the London Knights, put up 53 points in 45 games as one of the captains on that team. 21 more in 11 playoff games. So you know the production from Bouchard can come off the back end. Uh, and it was just a matter of having the pro game slow down for him. And, well, hey, if you look at his performance in the playoffs, a point per game playoff guy at the AHL level in his first AHL action. Uh, he talked about getting some experience up there with Bakersfield in their playoff run. Yeah, it was extremely valuable. Um, you know, getting into, uh, you know, playoff mentality in the American Hockey League, it's uh, obviously a step higher than uh, what what they're used to at uh, regular season. So I think uh, getting this experience, getting to meet the guys was uh, was extremely important for me. Now, obviously, a lot is still up in the air as to what the Oilers' defensive unit is going to look like next year. Uh, People suggesting that Caleb Jones and perhaps Joel Person are going to fill some spots up there, depending on how they approach Chris Russell, Andre Sekera in this offseason, or even Matt Benning, for that matter. Uh, But Bouchard, if he can perform the way that he has at the pro level this season in uh, in limited action. He's going to make a case for himself cracking the roster next year. He spoke a little bit more about not only playing in the AHL, but finding success. Yeah, it was, uh, it was important for me, but I think, uh, you know, the credit goes to coaching staff, teammates for, for putting me in the position that they did. Um, you know, none of that would have happened, uh, you know, if, if it weren't for them helping me out and, you know, being there, being there supporting me through the way. Now, we don't know what's going to happen with Bakersfield uh, in terms of how the team is going to be managed, of course, with Craig McTavish and the Oilers parting ways uh, yesterday. McTavish, if you missed it, going to be the head coach of Locomotive in the KHL. So there's a vacancy in terms of the management job for Bakersfield. Is there a fit there for Keith Gretzky? As some people have pointed out here on the text line, um, this is V in Edmonton, says a lot of the young players that we were speaking of in Boston were drafted by Keith Gretzky. So he's proven that he's got an, an eye for talent. It's as simple as that. And the Oilers and their, their farm team is as 
good a shape as it's been in a long time. Uh, part of that, though, is going to hinge for these young players on what happens in the this offseason and their training regimes and that sort of thing, making the jump to pro hockey. Bouchard with a thought on that. Well, I think they're looking for a uh, you know, big summer. They mentioned things to, to work on and to uh, you know excel in and to keep working on my strengths. Um, but I think overall is just uh, you know enjoy your summer. It's it's going to be a big summer coming up, and just uh, you know work hard at it. Which is going to be the case for Bouchard, uh, Dmitry Samarukov, who you're going to get to see at the Memorial Cup, which kicks off tonight out in Halifax. Uh, we had it suggested by Sam Cosentino that Samarukov may even push for an NHL spot next year. I'd pump the brakes on that, but as we've talked about earlier in this week, don't rule it out just because he's a young player. Look across the league. It's not an anomaly to see young players that uh, even under the age of 20 make the NHL if they're ready. The point is not rushing them if they're not. It's as simple as that. Jim in Rocky Mountain House says uh, he loves the Bruins. Oilers need to get Marchand somehow, some way. <laughs> Might be a bit of a pipe dream there, Jim. But uh, yeah, I think every team in the league would like to have a Brad Marchand on their team with the way he can put the puck in the net. Another texture in Edmonton pointing out that it was... It was uh, the Bruins team since 06, built by Peter Shirelli. Am I wrong? Yeah, and in a lot of ways, Peter Shirelli does have his stamp on that team still. Zdeno Chara, a big part of that, uh, and, and being acquired there. Uh, I don't know for sure whether he was part of the core that drafted Patrice Bergeron, who's been a lifelong Bruin, but they have the pieces in place. David Pasternak, of course, as a 30th overall pick, was uh, was... He's developed rapidly into a dynamite scorer at the NHL level. It's uh, it's pretty impressive what the Bruins have done. The Oilers uh, looking like they've got a lot of their own homegrown talent, but a couple years away from having a, a serious impact, I would think. But when you look at Bouchard and you look at Samarukov and you look at Tyler Benson and other pieces to this puzzle that are starting to unfold. We'll see who they pick up in the draft this year. Of course, Kyler Yamamoto. Pugliarvi is not a write-off despite what you may think. He's still just 21 years old this year, so give that one some time as well, and, and hopefully it's a situation this offseason where they acquire some pieces where they can afford to give that one some more time to... Uh, I understand he can't play in the minors this year without clearing waivers, but if you put him in a role where it's better suited for him to succeed in the NHL, you might see a little bit more success there. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. A lot to be determined. We're going to press pause here on Oilers Now. We'll be back with NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Ched. Brendan Escott here today. 
go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. The San Jose Sharks and St. Louis Blues do battle in Game 4 of the NHL's Western Conference Final tonight. You can hear that one right here on 6.30, Chad. 6 o'clock puck drop. Blue Jackets President of Hockey Operations John Davidson is leaving the Jackets to become the president of the New York Rangers. He had uh, been with Columbus since 2012, had Davidson, and spent the six years before that as president of the St. Louis Blues. A formal announcement expected from the Rangers next Wednesday. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have no problem drafting whoever falls to him at number two overall this year, whether that be Capo Caco, Jack Hughes. And uh, most of the people that I talk to about this despite Kako's performance right now at the World Hockey Championship still have Jack Hughes at number one so you can text me your thoughts on that at 630-630 per Elliot Friedman Doug Armstrong from the St. Louis Blues Don Sweeney from Boston and Don Waddell from Carolina are all finalists for General Manager of the Year that will be announced at the NHL Awards show on June 19th Leafs D-man Igor Ozhiganov has signed with Akbar's Kazan of the KHL 26 year old was a regular in the lineup uh, not a big point producer but that really all changed when Jake Muzzin was acquired at the deadline the first trade debate board of the spring has been posted with some intriguing names at the top. Phil Kessel, in fact, topping it, followed by Jets defenseman Jacob Truba, Ryan Callahan, Jason Zucker, and then P.K. Subban. That rounds out the top five. Milan Lucic, the lone oiler on the list. He was all the way down at the bottom at number 15. The league's uh, free agent interview period will open on June 23rd as well, and that gives uh, teams the chance to court pending UFAs with the hopes of signing them officially on July 1st. The Nashville Predators agreeing as well uh, yesterday to a 30-year arena lease extension, so that'll keep hockey in Tennessee through uh, 2049. They are riding a 153-game sellout streak. The Memorial Cup, as we mentioned, kicks off tonight out in Halifax. Ostap Safin, Raphael Lavoie, and the Mooseheads taking on the WHL champion Prince Albert Raiders. Noah Gregor, Brett Leeson, a couple names to keep uh, keep a lookout for there. And Canada taking on Leon Dreisaitl in first place Germany at the World Hockey Championship tomorrow. Sounds like Canadian D-man Dante Fabro uh, wants to return to the lineup after missing yesterday's game against France. He took a puck to the face. Uh... We'll, uh, we'll get a, quite a few more thoughts here from Elliot Friedman. He had 31 of them that he published on Sportsnet uh, uh, last Sunday. And uh, some interesting thoughts. Tyson Berry, he might be available out of Colorado. Did the Oilers make a move there for a smooth skating, puck-moving defenseman? A young one at that. Uh, should only be turning 28 this year. One of the Kelowna Rockets D-men uh, from a long time ago. We'll get some thoughts. Uh, if you've got anything that you'd like me to ask Elliot Friedman, uh, text me at 630-630, and we'll see, uh, we'll see if we can get to that. Topher has texted in saying, I'm sure with all kinds of sarcasm, we've got to find a way to get PK. Whatever it takes. Uh, I don't know if there's a fit there. A lot of the players that uh, you'd like to see here simply get paid too much money. Mike and Killam says, you know what isn't a pipe dream? Phil Kessel. Recently listed as the top trade baits, he would be exactly what the Oilers need moving forward. Well, you know, every team in the league could use a scorer like Phil Kessel, but the bottom line here is he turns 32 on October 2nd. He's got an $8 million cap hit that runs through the end of 2021-22. So 
there's just no way I can see the Oilers clearing enough cap space there to be able to make a move like that. It's they got to find a way to, to round out. They've got their superstars. We know that. They've got the big name players. They've got the big money makers. So supporting them is going to be the focal point, not necessarily landing that splashy player and getting them a top four kind of guy. It's it's You're going to have to find role players, simply put. And I understand that they've tried that, and it hasn't worked out. Unfortunately, Tobias Reeder was not what... Tobias Rear could had been or could have been, uh, and this is what happens when some of the uh, the the role player things fail. But there's names out there like Bob's talked about Eric Halla, uh, Jason Zucker might be a more realistic fit. I don't know what you would move out to get him out of uh, Minnesota, but he is on that trade bait board as we mentioned. So there, it's guys like that, you know, your sort of second, third line wingers that the Oilers are really going to have to key in on, in my opinion, because unfortunately the cap space is not there. Even if they move out a Sekera and a Russell on the back end, I don't know that the best use of that is to sign one big name player. If you disagree, let me know at 630-630. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.